Welcome to John Wayne Lied to You, the storytelling podcast featuring me, the one sitting on the floor in a very fine, uh, accommodating place in Virginia somewhere. John Wayne, that's right. Here I am, everyone. Welcome to the show. I am not uh, in Las Vegas today in the Neon Palace of Sin. I am uh, actually, I, I'm, if you I are a long-time listener or been listening, you know I'm in the middle of a uh, seven-week uh, road trip right now and just finished up uh, one of the shows, the third show of the trip, two more to go. We're going to talk all about it today, but I am in a, uh, a room in Roanoke, Virginia, or, or some, some, something somewhere around there with uh, myself, the wonderful Boney is here, the... Uh, uh, superiorly uh, amazing, ignanimous, uh, uh, ananimous. Boney is uh, in the bed. He he had his own bed, and now he's jumped over and is sleeping in uh, my bed. But that's okay. I will sleep on the floor, and that is fine. I'm here uh, because, of course, I just finished, uh, just the uh, completed the weekend here at at Scares That Care presents AuthorCon Part Two. And we are going to talk all about that today, uh, and it is amazing. So we're here in the hotel room uh, doing this live like we do, but uh, welcome to the show, everyone. If if I just met you recently and you're checking it out for the first time or you're new to the show, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys rule. Thanks for spreading the word. And everyone that always is listening, guys, I love you so, so much, everyone. Uh, who listens, I appreciate the support. Thank you for helping us keep it going. Uh, major shouts out to all of my Patreon people today. Guys, and every day, uh, like I've said before, I'll say it again, you're keeping me alive out here on the road. Uh, you know, this is a long trip uh, right here, uh, this this leg, and it's uh, it, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of things that, that have to happen. And you guys who uh, support me on the Patreon are amazing, and I appreciate that so, so much. If you would like to check out my Patreon, say, what is this Patreon talk you have there, boy? I tell you this, it is, uh, uh, you could go to patreon.com slash Dead, or just go to johnwayneisdead.com and hit the Patreon link. You can go right there to my page. It'll, it'll lay out all the tiers that I have available for you to subscribe to, and, uh, Every tier comes with its own special goodies that you get, but no matter what tier you subscribe to, everyone gets access to the awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast, uh, in which I talk to artists that I meet all over this fine, fine world of ours, and we talk about the things they do, writers, actors, comedians, uh, graphic artists, models, all kinds of people. It is amazing. It's an excellent show. There are uh, 120 episodes plus there. You, you'll get access to all the back episodes and every uh, other thing I put there on the on the wall. I put videos of performances I do here at, at the conventions or uh, at shows I have and readings and, and all kinds of cool stuff. We're going to talk about uh, some of that stuff later. But all of that is there on my Patreon for you to check it out, even for as little as $1 a month. Uh, helps me out and it gets you access to all of that uh, very, very fun and uh, interesting content. So please check it out, patreon.com slash dead, or just go to johnwaynisdead.com, hit that Patreon link, take you right to it. But here we are today. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, it has been a, uh, a road trip. I think, uh, you know, 
<clears throat> last we spoke uh, there, I was preparing for AuthorCon, and I told a couple stories from my last scares that care that I was at, or not the last scares that care. Actually, those stories came from like the first scares that care I went to. Uh, but I've been to you know several now, and it's it's always one of my favorites. It's always a great great show. Uh, but you know, if you were listening last week, you know, I, I, between the the shows that I was doing, I was spending some time with my maza in the mountains of Pennsylvania, and it snows one day, it's raining, it's cold, it's wet, it's warm, it's whatever. Uh, welcome to this world. But um, we're up there having a wonderful time. It is, it's, you know, it's out in the wilderness, it's on a mountain, a couple of mountains probably. And, uh, you know, before we go to leave, the night before we're leaving, and I have Boney with me, and he is, you know, he's the best dog ever, and he's enjoying his time out there in the wilderness, like, he's a, you know, mountain man dog or whatever, and he's, he's the whole time we're there, he's going out with me, no leash, he's, he's cool, he's chilling on the property, he's, you know, when I call him to come back he comes back he's not going too far he's you know he's doing his thing and we're here we are on the last night uh the night before i'm gonna leave to head to williamsburg to do the show uh and we're out it's it's the evening the sun is is going down it's cool it's wet because it's been raining and boney's uh you know he's maybe like 10 or so feet away from me he's looking off into the woods doing something I'm sitting there staring off at the beauty of nature the wonderment of of the sky and and all that is around and then Boney sees uh some deer off through the 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 little opening right there in the woods and he takes off after them he just takes off like a shot I'm like Boney 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 and I'm yelling he keeps going not only does he keep going, he like uh, jumps over the creek that they have, the small creek that's running through the property, and he's going up the mountain, and then he just keeps going up it. And I was like, what in the hell is happening? And so I'm running after Boney. I've got my slippers on. I've got uh, just like, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I got my horror god sweatpants on, so at least I had that, and uh, a hoodie. And I'm just running, and I... Yeah, I'm I'm try I'm going up the mountain. It's not like mountain climbing, like it's it's a craggy rock of mountainous. It's like you know you're going up the side, and it's it's mud and dirt and trees and and going up at this angle, you know. And um, you know my my uh my uncle and my my mom's husband Mark, have, you know they they've lived in this property forever. There's there's, there's paths up there that you take the the four by four and four wheelers and stuff up on, but I'm not going up a path. I'm just going up the side and I'm using like trees to pull myself up, uh, to keep my balance. And I'm stepping in mud and leaves and I'm screaming for bony and I can't even see him anymore. Like he's in the trees and he kept going up and up after these fucking deer. And I'm like, bony come back. And I'm like, I'm walking up and to the left. So I'm like going down to where I think he is. And I'm getting so far away from my mom's house. Now, and this is also, you know, as I'm going, I'm screaming Boney's name. And I'd stop for a little bit, try to see if I heard his his tags jingling. Like, I couldn't hear anything. And I'm, like, looking all around. And I'm like, holy shit, dude. I'm just in the woods on this this mountainous wood place. And uh, the sun is going down. And uh, I'm trying to find Boney. And I'm like, man, this, you know, what is wrong with me? This is exactly how this crazy shit happens in all the movies and books that I watch or books that I read. 
the sun is gonna fuck it's gonna get dark here in like seven and a half minutes or something and then i'm gonna and i'm gonna be lost and not know which way i'm going uh you know they'll find bony back at the fucking cabin or whatever he'll come back and i'll be like out here you know some mountainous wilderness family finds me and puts me in you know their fucking world famous award-winning chili um or something like that all these things are going through my mind but at a secondary degree because my main thing is i'm worried about bony i'm like i cannot fucking believe this you know we're here this whole time and 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 the, and it I'm making light of it being funny, but the legitimate concern is like, you know, there's mountain lions for real. There's bears that were just waking up around this time for real. There was one on my mom's uh, friend's porch that very week. Uh, she went to have lunch with her and came back and told me and they laughed and laughed. And I said, laugh away when the bears come to play on that one day. We'll see how funny or if ha ha you say. And that's a rhyme from the country uh, side, I learned. But so I'm up there and I'm, you know, it's, I've been looking for Boney uh, during this time. To me, it seems like, you know, I'm up there chasing after him for at least 20 to 25-ish minutes, we'll say conservatively. And I, like, I'm making my way up and I find like the path and this isn't like, a, oh, here's a nice path like that I'm talking about. It's It's like a four-wheeler path. So it's just like, it's just there's a kind of vague markings of a path but it's not paved or like padded down or any easier to traverse but I'm also like okay it is gonna get dark pretty soon no no one's hearing me scream I can't find Boney I do I don't want to get lost I need to get down the side of the mountain and get back to the house so I can get one of the four-wheelers uh, or whatever to come back and look because I I can't find him like this is this is like fucked so I start running down that path like the best I can now there's steepness and stuff like that and then there, there's these parts where it's just like a slick of just it'll just be a slick of mud for like eight to ten yards like and I was just like I was running and trying to go fast and trying to keep my balance but I kept like I'd hit those patches and just like slide and fall uh, I'd mud all over in my slippers, my bare feet were all muddy. I was all muddy, but I, I kept getting up and just fucking running down the side. And then like, I come or I finally get down there. I'm like sweaty and it's cold and, uh, getting darker and I'm covered in mud and I like, kick open my mom's door. I'm like, can't you hear me yelling out there? Bodhi is gone. Get the four wheelers. We gotta find him. So they get going. Mark, uh, my mom's coming out and she's yelling for him. Uh, Mark gets the the side by side, which I don't know, like these things are called, but this thing has six wheels, and we're going, and it's like we need all the traction we can get. We get like we kept going, and you know, Mark's looking out the side, I'm looking at the side, and he keeps saying, "Did you get this far?" And I was like, "Yeah, I was way past this." And he's he went for a little bit longer, and he's like, "Did you get this far?" I was like, "Dude, I was way past this. Yes, I was way further than this when I started coming back." And uh. After asking me the second time, we started going, and he looked down on his side. He's looking down the mountain, and I was looking up, and he was like, oh, there I see him. Thank God, like, Boney is, you know, he's a white dog, so he stood out in the darkness of the trees and stuff. And he's like, oh, he's looks like he's going back down to the house, just like I fucking predicted earlier. And I was like, oh, okay. He's like, let's turn around. So we turn around, and we start going back down the side. And we could see him, and he gets to the house. He like runs past my mom just right to the front door and, and goes in. And uh, it was... Uh, the whole debacle 
probably lasted like 40 minutes, maybe 35 minutes, you know, uh, after like I got stopped looking and started to run back to the house and got them and got the thing and got him. And it was over. And I was like, just like having a panic attack. I was like, how the fuck? I was like, how the fuck am I going to have my dog up here in the mountains for like a week and a half? And on the last day, you know, a bear eats him or something. I'm like, what the hell? Like my mind was going nuts, but uh, he was safe. Ha ha. Jokes on me, I guess. Um, He got back to the house and he slept good that night. I'll tell you what, he was worn out um, and he had what a great adventure, but that out of the way, um, <clears throat> we uh, made it to, uh, we, we got up in that, that, that morning, uh, the next morning and headed out to make the drive to Williamsburg, Virginia for author Contu scares of care. Uh, and it, it, you know, which is an awesome special occasion just, just because of what it is. But, uh, also I was meeting, uh, getting to meet up with the lovely and wonderful Scarlett, uh, who, uh, who, who was unable to be on this, this, uh, travel, uh, leg of the trip with me. So she flew in, uh, with some of my friends, Lee and Chris shouts out you guys, uh, AKA remakes plethora, um, and uh, it was uh, they 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 met up to come to the convention together. So I was eager to get there for the event, uh, but also to see my wonderful girlfriend and all of my friends. I mean, so many friends. You know, but like it was it was very uh, I was it was palpable in the air. I was very excited the whole time that we were driving. Boney and I were singing songs. We're getting hyped um, all the way. And so today. Uh, we're going to talk, I'm just going to talk all about uh, AuthorCon, Scares I Care, AuthorCon 2. But before we get into the story, my arrival, all of the, all of the things, uh, I do want to say um, the Corey Hotline, everybody. Ooh, I know we're probably getting some new listeners to the show uh, or, or you're, you're maybe newer to the show. The Corey Hotline is something you can call something. It's a number you can call and leave a message for me for the show, uh, asking your questions, making any comments, statements, whatever you want to say about whatever's happening, and uh, I will play your message on the show and we'll talk about it. So uh, this number you can call anytime, 24-7, night or day. It is 832-930-1347. That's 832-930-1347. Call it. Call the Corey hotline. And if you're very, if you're, you know, hey, I'm a little shy guy. I don't want my voice heard. You can text it as well. And I'll read your text message on the show. Uh, like I said, please give us a call. Uh, one thing uh, to address, shouts out, uh, Christy Whiskey, I got your message. Now, you know, the, the Corey Hotline originated uh, on the other show I do with Christopher Triana, Vital Social Issues and Stuff with Chris and John Wayne, but the uh, Corey Hotline has since migrated. It is here. It belongs only to us, just to the John Wayne lied to you people. So while you had a comment about, uh, you know, the the Vital Social Issues and thing question you asked, I, I taken your concerns to management, uh, Christy, and we will address it thusly. But thank you for your for your call. Um, call back, but ask another question. It's just about uh, about us, you know, me here hanging. Eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. That's eight three two nine three zero one three four seven. Thank you, guys. Um, so now that we've got that little bit out of the way, I was talking about 
my Patreon and the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast and, and the extra content that I put up there on the Patreon. And uh, if you've been listening to the show for a while, you'll know that I uh, I like to play a little teaser of what what I'm uh, what I'm playing uh, of the guests' uh, appearance on that week's Patreon episode. Uh, or, or if I have something else going on and this, this week I'm going to have, I have some, this is one of those weeks I have something else going on in celebration of, again, author Contu, I am going to be playing right now for you, uh, in its entirety, my reading that I did there on Friday night, a uh, story I wrote, uh, called slippery shit. And, um, I recorded that reading and it will be also available on the Patreon, and you may be like, well, you plan it all for us here. Well, what am I going to go to the Patreon for? Because on the Patreon, you can have it uh, not only isolated by itself and listen to it like that, I will also be posting um, my the panel that I was on, the Road Dog panel, and that's well over an hour of discussion um, for myself and several other authors about being on the road or setting up events uh, for your, your books and uh, of all all kinds, people from all different parts of their life and their career and what they're trying to do. So it's really, it's it's, it's an amazing, that's going to be uh, up there on the Patreon as well. But just to, you know, I, I bring us all into the AuthorCon, Scares That Care uh, vibe and, and feel and loveliness. Uh, here is my reading of a story I wrote called Slippery Shit. Make him proud. Make, make him proud. Right, I'm gonna do this. Make daddy proud. The spirit's very good. Thank you. Um, well, I'm gonna read. We're not gonna go anywhere. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do that. Come here, buddy. No, he's fine. Sit. Come here, This is a story I wrote called Slippery Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, hold on. Loosely based on true events. Lies. Fully. Says you. Fully real. I only told you about me peeing myself. I'm just not even in this place. That comes in on page six. Slippery shit. Jacob knew he was running through the woods naked, but couldn't remember why. It was dark, and low-hanging branches cut into his shins and smacked his genitals, but something inside would not let him stop. Despite his physical pain and confusion, an urge spurred Jacob on, pushing him to keep going. Was he being chased? Was he fleeing the scene of a crime? Did he commit a crime? Was he a criminal? Question after question raced through his head with no answers, yet he continued running despite Pine cones and rocks slicing through the pads of his feet with each step. He ducked narrowly, missing a branch, when a sudden sensation in his gut triggered the first memory. A hot, wet burst of gas provided slight relief and showered the back of his legs in runny, moist spatter. Slickness spread steadily down his inner thigh, all but eliminating any friction, thereby giving him an edge as he continued <laughs> pumping his legs, propelling himself forward. Because he can run fast. <laughs> Something about the viscosity of the warm spray against his skin shook loose a small piece of the puzzle from his otherwise shrouded memory. Jacob remembered a bar. Salad bar. 
Not <laughs> <laughs> just a salad bar, but a whole buffet with warming trays of various meats floating and questionably colored, tepid mystery liquid. The buffet was in a dark lab place, and despite the menagerie of food, the only smell he recalled was an overwhelming aroma of coconut. Not real coconut, but the kind produced chemically for suntan lotion like he was on spring break. There was something wrong going on in this place, though. Someone was mad. Really mad. Jacob tried to pull more details from his murky memory, but there was nothing left to hold on to, and the image slipped from his grasp completely. All he knew for sure was whatever happened at this buffet, whatever went wrong, it involved him. He wasn't sure how, but deduced it was most likely the reason he was running. A cramp twisted his stomach, granting escape to another wet fart that sent a second hot helping of brown gush <laughs> spitting from his asshole, shellacking the back of his legs with a second coat of the stuff. <laughs> Jacob cried out from the burning sensation accompanying a sudden expulsion, but the fire made his memory slightly clearer. <laughs> you remember eating food while watching a show, a live show. There was dancing, music was loud, overpowering Jacob realized it wasn't a show, but a single woman dancing, naked. He was at a strip club eating food he'd gotten from the buffet. But if that's all he'd done, then why was he running? Was it the omelet bar? He hurtled a log in his path, and a tremendous spray of liquid shit rained <laughs> down upon it in mid-leap. There was no warning this time. And though the situation was becoming dire, he continued to run. A moment later, he saw himself at the table again, but the plate in front of him was empty. And something else was different, too. His pants were wet and warm. My fart! Jacob called out and suddenly remembered more. The fart wrenched itself from Jacob's ass at the exact moment of recollection. And the forces of his exclamation ejected more bits of semi-soft gelatinous feces with it. He remembered now. Farted in his chair and accidentally shit his pants. <laughs> that was how this all started. The strip club buffet was the cause of his dismay. He was sure of that now, but it didn't explain why he found himself pleasantly, presently running naked through the woods at night. The memories were flowing now, but not as fast as he would like to put the whole story together. Jacob's foot came down in something soft and squishy, and he instantly recognized the sensation as having stepped in a pile of shit. <laughs> he continued to run. The thought of shit covering his bare foot, filling the spaces between his toes, made him sick to his stomach. Sassel released another sticky, moist carpet bomb, <laughs> and he stopped thinking about the shit on his foot. Now, you remember being in the bathroom stall, a filthy bathroom stall at the strip club. He just flushed the toilet and was watching the water and the bowl swirl, but it wasn't the shit he was flushing. It was his pants. Why <laughs> did he flush his pants down the toilet? Jacob answered his own question when his asshole opened up again to jettison another soupy blast of the mealy paste his digestive tract made of the strip club buffet meal. His lungs burned from sucking wind, and his muscles and his legs were 
twisting themselves into one giant cramp. But Jacob refused to stop running. His anxiety spiked when he thought he heard howls coming from behind him. And he pushed himself even harder as the memories flashed across his mind. He saw water spilling out over the rim of the clogged toilet, flooding the entire bathroom. He remembers wiping his ass with his shirt when the stall door burst open and one of the bouncers yanked him by his shoulders. There was yelling, shoving. Jacob accidentally shoved his shit-smeared shirt in the bouncer's face. There was more yelling, some vomiting, more pushing. Even a few punches thrown before he remembered racing through the showroom, past the stage, toward the exit, while expelling his telltale trail. <laughs> Jacob saw the parking lot, watched himself run past his own car, dash into the woods behind the club. As far as he could determine, he'd eaten bad meat from his trip club buffet, shit his pants, flushed them down the toilet, and wiped his ass with his shirt. Then he flooded the bathroom before spreading naked into the woods after an altercation with a bouncer. <laughs> it was all pretty succinct. <clears throat> Jacob still didn't know where he was or why he needed to keep running. His stomach lurched as he pressed began to build again in his bowels. Suddenly, he could see a break in the trees ahead and his drive renewed. He burst through the opening and found himself in the middle of an unlit two-lane road that cut through the woods between highways. He finally stopped. And though it was night, the heat of the day had been soaked up by the asphalt and burned the bottom of his bloody shredded feet. Struggling to catch his breath, he bent with his hands on his knees, gasping for air when the pressure in his colon reached a critical point. <laughs> Hot watery shit exploded from Jacob's aching asshole. The force of which stretched his opening beyond its limits. The spongy flesh tore like wet construction paper from the intensity, and the pain would have been excruciating if a car hadn't hit him at the exact <laughs> same moment. Jacob didn't see it coming, the car that hit him. But he remembered spinning head over heels in the air, his muddy shits bruised from his ruined sphincter like an open fire hydrant. His body made enough rotations to hit himself in the face with the airborne excrement expulsion twice before his head mercifully crumpled against the road. And suddenly, shit in the face didn't matter much anymore. <laughs> Several feet beyond its broken form, a shit-covered car breaks screeched as it swerved to a stop on the side of the road. Position. We watched them from the woods. Edge, silent and unseen. Both of them looked directly at him while scanning the side of the road without realizing he was there. The two men walked in a daze around their vehicle, trying to piece together how it came to be covered in a smattering of lumpy, wet shit and blood like cinnamon oatmeal with raspberry jam and only <laughs> slightly less appealing. <laughs> These two saps just saved him a heap of trouble. He stifled a chuckle as the two of them walked around the car, looking at it. The wet smear from the pavement 25 feet behind it, back again. All the evidence that they hit someone, or someone was there, except the body. And its absence put them both in a dizzying state of confusion. He'd been chasing him through the woods since the strip club, the naked shitty man, and was in fact nearly upon him when he dashed out across the dark road. For once... He was glad he was a few steps behind. Otherwise, he too would have been flung ass over tea kettle by the speeding hatchback, making for a most inauspicious ending to his storied career 
as the dick lick bandit. <laughs> now that the man was dead, the bandit would never get to make him feel beautiful. But it wasn't a total loss. He'd get some use out of him, yet only not that he'd originally tended, but even dead, he'd come in handy. Guy had to eat, right? Oh, oh man, oh man, oh man. The smaller of the two men was beginning to come unraveled, and his voice carried easily on the cool night air from the road. What are we going to do? The larger man silently studied the puddle behind the car like he was trying to will it to become a different substance. Anything but blood. This is shit, man! The smaller man was yelling and emphatically pointing at this drippy translucent slop running from the hood of his car all the way down the hatchback. I mean, literally, dude, this car is covered in actual shit. Dude, dude! Okay, okay, I know, the bigger man said. Just shut up and let me think for a second. <laughs> what the hell is there to think about? We hit a guy who was obviously filled with a lot of shit. He exploded on impact. Case closed. Let's get the hell out of here. Now, hold on. The bigger man said he was much calmer and even toned than his pint-sized counterpart. I think we may need to call someone. Call someone? The smaller man became more animated now, throwing his arms in the air, gesturing and family, call someone? Like who? The biohazard squad? Unsolved mysteries? The good people at Charmin? I know you can't mean the police, because that would be as crazy as an exploding shit-filled man. <laughs> you don't think we need to re report it or, or something? I mean, it's your car, dude. Don't, don't you need your insurance to know what happened? I'm sorry, was that an actual question? The smaller man had calmed slightly, but the bite wasn't gone from his disposition as he had his hands inside of his head, pantomiming a phone call. Oh, hello, can you send me a jester to my house, please? What? Oh, well, we hit a man and he exploded into shit all over the car. And <laughs> while the cosmetic damage is minimal, I'm really worried about the bacon human waste causing issues down the line. I guess that would be tricky to explain. The bigger man said, walking from the puddle in the back of his car, but shouldn't there be something left of this guy, like an empty skin suit, some bones, anything else from the inside of a human body besides shit? Could have sworn I saw a body land on the road beside us in the mirror, now it's gone? Something left that puddle back there. Who knows, dude? The smaller man was trying to find a way to open the passenger door with his bare hands coming into contact with blood and shit juice, a task he would find difficult to complete. Maybe his skin melted or ascended into heaven or some shit. I don't know, but what I do know is we need to get some water on this shit before it starts to dry and will ruin the paint. In reality, the twisted body of a naked shitty man lie at the bandit's feet, hidden by underbrush and shadows. He looked down at the caved-in face and shook his head. If there was one place this literal dead sack of shit was going, it wasn't happening. The car's engine started and the bandit looked up to see the men were back in the car now. They sat on the side of the road, running the windshield wipers for two full minutes before finally driving away. Broken piece of plastic bumper 
noisily scraping the concrete as they went. The bandit stayed still until the scraping sound faded completely into the night. Then he grabbed the nude corpse by the foot and drug it deeper into the woods. You know the gross thoughts not till tomorrow night, right? All right, there you go. Hey, slippery shit. That's a that was a fun one and a fun story. Thank you everyone who was there uh, to see the live reading of that. We had a good we had a good little crowd there in our room, and it was the the last thing of Friday night. So I appreciate that. Uh, go on over to Patreon, patreon.com slash John Wayne is dead, or go to John Wayne is dead com and hit that Patreon link. You can uh, hear this again anytime you want. Plus, you'll get access to uh, the panel that I did as well as all of the episodes of the Awesome Dude for Life Boner Bonus Podcast. So many awesome, amazing people, artists of all kinds. And uh, you'll be throwing a little Uncle Change or Uncle Johnny's way, keeping me uh, going out there on the road, which I very, very much appreciate. So thank you guys for that. Now let's just get right into AuthorCon. Like I said back uh, before the reading here, I was, I was, you know, Boney was in the mountains. We found him. We get on the road. We're singing. We're having a grand old time. Um Scarlett and, and Lee and Chris uh, arrived at the hotel there probably about an hour before I did. So they checked into the room, getting getting all that stuff in there. I show up. I'm extremely, extremely excited. So excited uh, to the, the point that I, I sprint through the lobby of the hotel with Boney to get to the elevator. Uh, find the room, bang on the door, kick the door in, uh, give Scarlett a uh, plant one on her, you know, a kiss that is. Like uh, we were from the movies or something. And then uh, everyone, we jumped up and down in revelry, took some shots, and, and started drinking beers. And, and man, it was, uh, I was stoked. I was so excited. I was like uh, sweating electricity or something. Um, it was uh, it was very, very fun. I was like, we're there. We had a great time. This is Thursday night. You know, it's it's early. It's the you know, day before and all, all, all that. So we started hanging out, having a good time. Other people are arriving. And man, I'll say that evening got away from us pretty good because uh, we went down. I remember coming up to the room a couple of times and like totally what, like changing like my jacket and everything. Like I'm going to wear this hoodie and now this hat. And then I'd come back and like, I'm going to wear my leather jacket and this hoodie. And then I'd be like, I'm going to wear this vest and this. And I just kept going downstairs and like, you know, we were smoking joints and saying, hey, you know, I'm, there's absolutely no way I can shout out everybody that I saw on this on this show, guys. So uh, I'll probably keep a lot of shout outs to minimum just because I don't want to forget anybody. So, you know, I saw so many people and I appreciate everybody. Um, but man, I, I can't remember. Uh, I'm glad I remembered to hit record on this one today because, you know, I'm still trying to get my snap back after all you crazy bastards this weekend. So, uh, so we're there, you know, it, Thursday was just great to see everybody. Uh, of course, you know, uh, said what's up to, to Joe Ripple and Brian Keene. And Brian Smith, uh, and, and uh, you know the guy, everyone that was putting this together. Jake, I saw. I think I, I believe I saw Sonora that night. Uh, if not, I know I saw her in the morning. But uh, just I was so so excited, and they, I know they everyone worked so hard getting this event together, making it bigger uh, than it was last year, uh, putting a lot of so much more programming together, and uh, it really felt you could feel everyone was excited. I thought you know, just getting there, people getting set up on Thursday and all that stuff. I was like, I'm going to set up on Friday. Fuck it. Uh, so we were, um, you know, 
uh, hanging out Friday, like, or Thursday, I mean, like, so hardcore. And then it was, like, 8.30, and we all went to sleep, and it was hilarious. Tony, my man, uh, Kentucky Tony Evans, uh, Big Daddy, knocked on the door, like, 11.30, looking for me. Scarlett's like, he's fucking sleeping. You can get in there with Big Daddy. Um, we call each other Big Daddies, uh, just because uh, it, it rolls off the tongue, BD. Uh, could also stand for baby dick. I don't know, but you know, so we were out and done and I was like, all right, cool. I'm out. I'm sleeping. I really like blew my load of excitement. Uh, very, I went very hard for those, those, uh, you know, from like whatever I got there, like three in the afternoon, I guess like five hours I burned myself out either way. It was awesome. Uh, got, I got up early on Friday, took Boney out, you know, we took a nice good walk around. I took my time getting ready, taking a shower and, uh, Went downstairs to set up my stuff. Uh, it was great. The room was coming together. Good. Uh, looked beautiful. People bringing in all their books and all their stuff. Amazing, amazing, amazing. I was uh, very uh, happy to see everyone. I saw us positioned right next to uh, the table for Jay Wilburn, Rest in Power. Uh, Armand, Rosamelia, and Shelley. And uh, Jay's wife were there to uh, run the table. And, of course, you know I love me some Shelly, Rosamelia, um, Lunch Lady podcast. And uh, she's amazing. And uh, we had, a, I was like, all right, you know, every the, the, the world could burn down around me. But as long as I'm sitting next to Shelly, I think it's going to be all right. And, uh, and, it, and it was. It was very all right. And, uh, you know, all around me, I was flanked with my, my, my homies and my friends. Triana was behind me. Aaron Beauregard's behind me. Uh, D- Dan Volpe's behind me there. Kosniewski was nice to me. Wes was over there. We were like this, you know, kind of right there all in a row. It was so, so fun. And uh, it, it, we got there set up, you know, and just kind of chilled. Uh, Tony and I got together and played some guitar. I, I, I apologize we couldn't play more. I was That was my fault. Uh, but... We did play on the patio uh, before before the floor opened, just chilling, just, you know, uh, having a couple, I was having some beers, it's a little smoke there, and uh, just, we were playing songs, and it was awesome, but Friday, 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 uh, we, we went down that night to that evening or afternoon to when the floor opened, uh, it was like nuts, like it was bu- as busy as shit, like my, I got to the table, and it was just like mob scene, you know, uh, it was so fucking cool, uh, to see everybody. I appreciate it so much. It was just like, we were selling books. People are just like, I want this one. This one. People were coming back. Uh, people who knew me just from online. It was so like, I so, so people who, who, you know, just give you some context, like last year, uh, this was, this was probably bigger, twice more than double a last year's size. Like as far as, um, the vendor like the authors that were there and the space used and all the tables but the attendees were just like off the chain there's so many people there and it felt so packed and just just good just good energy going all the way through uh it was great to see everybody uh that was coming through and like i said friday just it flew by too it was uh just talking to so many wonderful people getting getting to see people again and then before i knew it it was you know, eight thirty time for uh, my reading slot, but which was awesome with my man West Southern and Lucas Mangum, my Texas homie. We uh, uh, we we went up to our room to read, and um, 
Boney came. It was amazing. And uh, like I said, you just uh, you just heard my story right there uh, at the you know middle mid of the podcast there. So uh, it was it was awesome. We did that, and we had like I said, we had a great crowd, and it was tons of fun. We went down back downstairs, but it was uh, it was over. I believe the night was over. It was closing at ten. I think we just had a little bit more time before it closed, and then uh, and we just went to hang out. We we hung out a little bit. Friday, I can't remember what the fuck we did. Uh, I think we were just bopping around. There was no uh, like karaoke or anything. Friday, we had secret karaoke going on Saturday. I, I, if you've been listening, go back. You can hear my rant about that. And uh, shouts out to Brian Smith and his wife for having that happen. It was amazing. But that was Saturday. But Friday, I don't know. I guess we were just bopping and drinking and chilling and um. I I, I want to say I went to bed about one thirty or something like that. Not too too late, but uh, I know we had a good time anyway. Other than that, so. Uh, but then again, on Saturday I got up early again. I was like, ah, oh, I walked Boney for a while. Uh, I took you know took again took my time getting ready because I was wearing like a nice jacket and shit. Check out the pictures uh, on my Instagram at John is dead, and uh, I just went down there, got some coffee chilled man just had like get ready for the day type of thing and then when it opened on saturday it seemed like okay it's 10 o'clock it's opening people are coming in people are coming in and then it just got slammed busy like again like like all of a sudden and it was just going 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 uh i was seeing all kinds of people just that i i know from online uh that i'd met briefly or, or or just came back it was it was just going like gangbusters guys and uh, the room was packed everyone seemed to be enjoying themselves i know that like they they made some uh moves because they had originally put you know on friday night there were people that were in the upstairs rooms and kind of like off to the side to accommodate but there you know the traffic wasn't going upstairs i know how hard that is my the first scares that care we were at with just the grindhouse table we were in one of the upstairs rooms too and i understand it's hard sometimes people are like there's an upstairs this whole time uh, so I know that they made a lot of, uh, you know, things happen to move people back all downstairs. So the vending was all downstairs now uh, on Saturday morning starting and it rearranged and, um, you know, it, it just, it, it felt good. It, you know, everything was running well and uh, Saturday was just going again, just boom, 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 boom. And I had my panel at one o'clock, which was the road dog panel and, um, you know, to, to hear to hear slash see the panel in its entirety, definitely you can check it out at my Patreon uh, if you're a subscriber. Um, so uh, it's you know that'll be there, but it was a great conversation um, with several uh, other authors and myself who uh, you know are, again all different parts of our our lives slash careers slash what our goals are slash needs requirements for our life, all of those things. And talked about, uh, you know, doing things, signing a uh, book, book events, book signings, doing it in the small local capacity to a large scale national capacity and everything in between. I felt like I, I, I really thought it was good. I probably could have, you know, once I get talking on that stuff, I'll talk forever. So um, it, it's it's uh, we went a little longer than we should have. It was like we, we talked for over an hour. It was it was really great. So um Again, like, uh, you know, I'm always down to talk about that stuff. And I think it, it was informative. That was like the, 
think it might have been one of the first times I was on a panel that wasn't like the fucking, you know, uh, like, 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 I guess judging the gross out contest or what was the other panel I was on? Like, so now you do drugs or something, smoke up Johnny, uh, one of those panels, but, but this was a good panel. It was informative. I thought it went well. Uh, I hope that, you know, um, I actually talked to some of the people who were in the panel afterwards that came to the table to talk. Uh, it seemed like, you know, the reception was good, but if you're li- like, again, anybody else that's listening, uh, if you're listening now, maybe you were in the panel or you have a, you know, a question, uh, you're watching the panel and you have a question you want to ask, or maybe you're like, Oh shit, I have a question kind of about what you're talking about. Of course, you know, you can always call the Corey hotline 832-930-1347. And we can talk more about that kind of stuff, uh, right here on this show. So, um, so Saturday, again, I went back to the table and it was just, it was busy. It was great. It was a great time. Um, <clears throat> definitely partying, uh, pretty good in my brain hole, if you know what I mean. Uh, so we, I mean, we're done Saturday. We're hanging out in the room. Uh, got to visit, uh, you know, to, with, uh, awesome shouts out to you, Krista and Jalen drinking all your fucking crazy fireball, you weirdo. Uh, you know, having some time to chat and before uh, the karaoke and the gross out contest that happened on Saturday night. Um, so karaoke started at 8.30. I was down there. Uh, we all went uh, down, uh, like my whole, you know, it was me, Scarlett, Lee, and Chris. And then we were grabbing people along the way, trying to get them in there and get it started. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was up on the stage, like in the auditorium of the hotel. Uh, and, uh, I, of course, you know, I love my, love me some karaoke. It was amazing. Um, it, it, people started signing up and started going. We, I, I, I did two songs. I was sweaty as hell and I had to go, like, I have to go out and get some air. I was grabbing other people, go in and sing, go in and sing. I'll be right back. All right. That's on me. I never ended up making it back into karaoke, but you know, I did do two songs at, at you know, for the first like at 45 minutes or whatever that was going on. But you get pulled all over the place sometimes and it just whatever. So I know the we, the gross out contest was going to start and we went up to that and it was in a, one of the, one of the like bigger conference rooms or whatever upstairs. And it was packed with people. And, uh, for those of you who don't know what's the gross out contest, uh, you know, people sign up and they do, it's kind of like a performance art thing. A lot of, a lot of people do readings of something they, they wrote and there's a panel of judges and the audience and you can use props and stuff like that, but you're basically just trying to like, uh, you know, create the grossest story or, you know, it, it evoke the most visceral, visceral reaction from what you've written with something like that, whatever gross people out. Uh, it was hot and packed and, uh, Boney and I tried to stand in the back, but Boney was like, I don't want to, uh, he wanted to get out of that room. So. I went, uh, Lee was gracious enough to come with me. We walked Boney around for like 40 minutes outside and he, he was like poop edging. Like it was like, and then he kept psyching us out like he was going to shit, but then he'd like, nope, not here. Sorry. <laughs> and we kept going and like, he'd go, he was about to squat and go. And then there was a, an owl out there and I'm like, ooh, ooh. and he'd like stop and look and shit and be like, no, no, come on, dude. So, all this time we're out there, he doesn't even shit, but I know he's got to. And I'm like, you bitch, if we go back in. Like, I just keep him in the room till the gross out contest's over. We went and end up going downstairs and just hanging out for a little while with like uh, Triana and, and Mona and Bear uh, out, in the, out in the lobby. But uh, again, it was like, it was a long ass day. Uh, it, it hit for me, it hit like, it was like almost one thirty. not super late, but I was, I, I told myself earlier and then I was like, I'm giving myself over to the night 
And then around then, I was like, you know, I'm taking myself back. I was tired. I was sweat. I sweated and stuff from being karaoke and inside and outside. And then it got really cold and uh, all this shit. So we, uh, you know, we said better do and went upstairs. And I crashed out uh, again Sunday. Up, up and at them, I was. And I already knew like Sunday is going to be a, a, a kind of a, just a chill, laid back day. I know there were uh, uh, several of the authors who had to leave on you know Saturday night uh, after the show, you, you know, and be you know catch flights and things like that. And I knew people were going to be leaving early to catch flights, stuff like that. That's just kind of how these things go. So uh, it 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 was it was it was a slower slower day for sure, but lent itself more to being able to have you know talk to the people around you, talk more to the other authors that were around me. Um, just have some fun. I played some songs at the table to, for some people. Shouts out Spike, your teenage werewolf, my man, um, and all the other people that you know. You know, I got to play songs for. It was great. Uh, Corey, shouts out to you, dude. But uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. And you know, when it ended on Sunday, <laughs> to towards the end of the night, I think we went upstairs to do something and. Uh, you know, Lee and I decided to celebrate with uh, the the with taking uh, the taking of some edibles, and uh, which you know, I, I have a very high tolerance for these these uh, marijuana edibles and marijuana in general. And we took these hundred milligram things, and we're like, all right. And then you know, we came back up, and I you know, I took another fifty milligrams, and uh, then we were like laid out these tequila shots after the the floor closed, and we went up, took some tequila shots. And then I took one. I was like, oh, y'all took yours without me. And then uh, I was like, okay. And then I had to take another one. And I was as high as hell and just like feeling all warm and tingly from this tequila and shit. And uh, I lay down in the bed. Like people were in our room and shit hanging out. And I just fucking passed the fuck out. Like out, bitch. Like like I woke up at you know, like 8.30 the next day and shit. Like, I slept forever, like 15 or 16 hours or something. It was it was insane, but um, but amazing. So I uh, I woke up on, on Monday morning. Most of the people are already gone. You know, people are checking out and uh, it was it was it was hard to uh, to leave. But I have to say I, I, it, it was very satisfying. Uh, you know, it's, it's a sad thing that scares that care has kind of gone, you know, gone away. The scares that care convention part is gone away. But this is the, this is the new, I think this is a, like a renewal. This is a rebirth or, or something. I mean, this was busy. This was successful. Um, this was packed with great, great energy and great people. And it was run really well. And, 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 uh, it, it did the job that the charity, uh, has set out to do. And that's to take care of the three, three families every year and, um, you know, it, that, that's, what's important. And that's what was done. And just everything about it, in my opinion, uh, from my, from where I was, was a success. And they've already announced, uh, that there is an author con three coming next year. Uh, Joe has been teasing it, uh, teasing little things about it in the uh, Facebook group. So I'm sure we'll be hearing an announcement about that soon and, and get on that. So, uh, after that, sadly, it, I had to bid adieu to Chris and, uh, Lee and then I took uh, the lovely and wonderful Scarlet to the airport in Richmond, and uh, where one of her flights got canceled, and she uh, unfortunately had to travel for like fourteen hours or something to get back to Las Vegas. Uh, but she made it, and Boney and I stopped here in the old Roanoke, 
And like I said, I was like, uh, just going to stay like one night, just kind of chill and catch up on rest and stuff. But I got in here yesterday, I did some work and, you know, got, you know, did, got some writing done. I passed out early again, but I got up ass early. Like I was, I was back up in the morning, like 4am and shit, like, Oh, well, good morning to me. And I started, you know, writing and, and doing some work, took Boney for a good walk and, you know, six o'clock hit, they have the, the, the good free breakfast here, like this eggs and eggs and sausage and shit, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm going to stay another night, actually, I don't have to be in, uh, you know, uh, where am I going, Nashville till, you know, at least Thursday, you know, I, I'll leave on Wednesday morning, so I, uh, I booked another night, you know, here in my uh, little Roanoke suite, uh, but uh, no, it's a nice little room here, just, uh, and I've just been chilling, like, writing, doing stuff, uh, you know, here, getting to sit down and do the podcast, um, I just haven't, you know, it's awesome. And you know, I love to be around people and it charges my social battery and I love talking. I love socializing, but, uh, you know, it's, it's not, and it's not even, it's more, it is to like come and be like, okay, this is nice to just kind of have some room to myself just to chill. Uh, but it's also like a good reflection and, and kind of like appreciation of, of being able to take some time to reflect and appreciate what that was and uh what went into it and and how how amazing it was and uh you know it was uh author con to scares at care wonderful wonderful time great success so uh you know i'll be back for author con 3 uh the return of fucking zeus or some shit it should have something i also had this cool idea i think that at this author at author cons they should now uh the people who come to attend should cosplay as the authors, you know, pick your favorite author from the era of their, your favorite book of theirs and come dressed as them for author con three cosplay as your favorite author. I want to see that. Uh, I would love it. I'm pretty sure everyone else would love it. And if not, Hey, I, whatever, dude, no one asks Spider-Man if they can wear his costume when they go to comic con, you know, it's just paid in tribute. So I think that would be really funny and, uh, and fun myself, but yeah, so, uh, you know, everyone out there following along, I will be in Nashville this weekend for Full Moon Tattoo and Horror Convention. That's uh, Those are uh, three long days of, of a convention, but it's good, so you have plenty of time to come out and, and hang out if you're in the area. Check me out. It's just going to be me and Boney. Um, you know, no West this year, no... Oh, nobody, just me, just just us, and we'll be having a good time. I'm going to hang out and stay with Amanda and Michael, uh, Southern Sun and uh, Boutique, and, of course, Christine and the rest, everybody. It's going to be a great time. So uh, if you're in that area or if you're going to be at Full Moon, you know my brother Gator is going to be there. Shouts out, brother Gator. You better fucking come correct with that moonshine. We're going to have a great time. We're going to have a blast. And... um check the uh go to johnwayneisdead.com you can check the shows page there and you'll see where i am coming next after that i will be going to maryland the weekend after for monster mania in hunt valley uh then i have a couple weeks off and we'll be doing it all over again i know we got some big ones coming up texas frightmare i'm very stoked about that uh oh john wayne is dead uh i have a john wayne is dead musical performance uh show again at artifice in las vegas and that's going to be on May 10th, uh, free show at 9 p.m. there. That's on the website, too. Check it all out there. Go to johnwaysdead.com and check the shop page. You can get my new book, Deadline. You can get the John Wayne is Dead tarot, Skeleton deck. 
and the records and all the great stuff that I have there. And I will sign it. I'll send extra stuff. But any and all support is appreciated so much, guys. Thank you. Call the Corey hotline with your questions or comments, 832-930-1347. And please follow me on all social media at John Wayne is Dead, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and then just my name on the Facebook, John Wayne Kamianali. All right, guys, I'll see you in Nashville this weekend. Let's uh, let's all get like a weird, crazy matching tattoo that we regret, but then don't regret. But then some one of us in the group really can't go home or to work anymore, and uh, then we all have a big life change decision. Mostly them, though. But I'll see you there. Bye.